What's up, my peoples? If you're late to the party, we're featured on Podcast Republic. Podcast Republic can be used on your Android device through the Google Play Store and downloaded from there. They have all types of podcasts through their app and makes it easy to listen to on your Android or through your desktop. We're glad you want to chill with us. So don't miss out on our feature by making sure you check out Podcast Republic today. So what's in your cup? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. I called the head of Halo. Major decisions that we have to make these days. Being poor liquor, you've never been sicker. Wow. I'm probably give a fuck about that when you drink. Yeah. Like, bitch, where the alcohol? That's it. Before beer, you're in the clear. Like, before beer, cool. Beer before liquor? Hell yeah. Right. (laughs) Who chasing who? Don't matter. They're going to the same place. Right. Um, And this one is for you. Okay. Are you doing the running coke today? Yeah, apparently it's my mom's favorite when she used to drink. Uh-oh. Rum and Jack, Jack and Coke. Oh, your mom was a Jack and Coke. Yeah, she said, Jack and Coke was my drink. Oh, I'm yeah. like, so that's why you stopped drinking it, apparently. Weed, too. Hey. This nigga here, he a Jack and Coke. Your ass is dizzy. <laughs> We'd be out, I'd be like, you like, nigga. Jack you, and Coke. You, 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 look, this him. You drinking? It ain't what do you want is, <laughs> nigga, is you trying to fuck with these Jack and Cokes? That's all. That, that's all he buying. All right. I know. That's to, what happened. When we you got to hit him with the look. I'm gonna do the first round. Okay. We we gonna do hen and coke. We gonna change it up. Yeah, this nigga would do jack. We'd be five rounds <laughs> in, number jack and coke, and for some reason the coke get less and less and more jack. I'm like, what the fuck? You must have slipped the bartender a twenty and. Uh, it should depend on which. We gotta go. We gotta. We gotta go out again. That was fun. That was fun. Getting some trouble. Yeah, going out of my whip, not to get above freezing. Yeah. yeah. Well, we could take. Nah. We could go beep beep in the jeep, motherfucker. Hey, that's, that'll work. That matte paint don't do good with this weather. <laughs> that is. That is. Some, that's some tropical nigga shit. That is not no winter shit. Yeah. Like, you don't know how many times I've been to the goddamn uh, car wash. Because that salt, like, <laughs> so, as soon as it gets spring, you be looking like, why my shit got patches of shine to it? Because that little mat done rubbed off a little bit. Well, look, beep, beep, case of the Jeep. That motherfucker mm. go on top of some curbs, drive on your lawn. Damn. Just disrespectful. I don't give a fuck. We do mountains and shit. Oh. The mountains of South Hill. Hell motorcycle. yeah, that's why I bought that motherfucker. Automatically get gas from 20 miles a gallon to eight. Right. <laughs> Whatever, so it got put, you where you needed so to go. You put that bitch in all wheel, yeah. it's over. You like, damn, nigga, we was on a full tank. I don't give a fuck as long bitch, as it got me where I needed to go. Bitch, blow half now and we ain't did shit but go around the corner twice. I'm like, man, get another car, bro. Yeah. But nigga don't know I've been farting the whole way. He can't smell that shit. <laughs> That shit been soaking that shit. That's one thing I did love about that Jeep. They could be in that bitch. He be on his side smoking black and miles. 
I don't smell none of that shit. I'm on my side. Gassy than a bitch. He ain't smelling none of that shit. We just riding in unity. Yeah, that goddamn Laredo was big as fuck. Yeah. I didn't even know it was We big. is riding in unity. We looking around and shit. Like, yeah, nigga. He blowing smoke in my way. That shit ain't coming to me. I'm like, this bitch on some other shit. He like, yeah, nigga. This that cabin control. It, it soaks up smells. I said, okay. This shit wrong. Not just like not getting the mode out, just be giving the fuck about no car and shit. That was back when I was riding motorcycles all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the gas was like $4 a gallon and shit. Like, Drew, what's up with the whip? Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> 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 I'm like, you coming? I'm like, nigga, what you about to do? Shit, I'm going to come through there in a minute. I'm like, all right, nigga done got dressed, <laughs> sitting outside, like, all right, this nigga about to pull up. All year. I'm like, <laughs> Man, fuck it. Park, park your shit. We gonna hop in mine and run to the store then. Cause I ain't getting on the back of your bike. I ain't no bitch. You know what? Somebody can let me ride their bike. Oh, Lord. And she come with the sexy lunch voice. <laughs> but just know uh, you ain't never gonna see that bike again. Right. I can ride. I'd be like, oh, and this is the clutch, and this is this is how you break. Okay, okay, I'm gonna go just a little fast. Room, room, ring. I'm yeah. that motherfucker. I'm gone. No, I'm hip. I'm hip to your ass. I'm gone. I'm gonna drive. I'm like, how much? How much gas I got? Jim and I don't know. He's on the freeway at the same time. One time, all I heard was, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. I'm looking at the bike. I said, oh shit. Homie don't even know it's me. Bruh, did I tell you did I tell you I showed up to a family reunion on a motorcycle? Nah. Man. So I think I had just got my license maybe like a couple months before. And uh I was like, well, I'm gonna be late. I gotta get there, I gotta ride a little bit. So I roll up to the family reunion on a motorcycle. My niece is losing her shit. She see my pink ass homie, she jumping around and shit. She's hyped. Don't know it's me. I pull up. I take off the helmet. Everybody in the family's looking. My niece is like, "That's my auntie Gemini. Oh, can I get on the back of the bike?" My nephew comes out like a goddamn cartoon character. We can't get on the bike. We little kids. Okay, I love safety it. Air. I love it. So then my my grandma was like, "That's your bike?" I'm like, "Yes, grandma." She was like, "You got life insurance?" I said, "Girl." Don't play with me. I'll be fine. She was like, you really going to ride that bike home? I said, I got here, and I got to get home, so I'm going to be on this bike. My uncle shows up. He mad than a motherfucker. He looks at his wife and goes, Gemini got a bike. How come I can't get no bike? I can't, my, my niece got a bike, but I can't get no bike. She's like, well, you, go, you could kill yourself. He's like, she could kill herself. But look at her. She riding? He was mad as fuck. So, yeah. Hey, that, hey, that was my argument. <laughs> I, look, I ain't want no cross rocket. I just wanted to go buy a Harley. Hell I just wanted nah. some shit that I could just cruise. I got to ride off on a motherfucker. I ain't got time to be. No, I hey, no, but that no. bitch, them bitches just was raw. Them bitches raw to me. I just love Harley Davidson motorcycles, man. I wanted to get me, uh, I wanted to get two of them bitches. And she like, so you mean to tell me you just going to go shove out 9000 on a bike? I'm like, yes. Yes, That's absolutely. That's the fuck I want. That's what I want. I want a nice bike. Man. I said it's either that or a Ducati. 
Did she not want to ride a motorcycle though? She's scared of the motor. She's scared of. Oh uh, well, so, I mean, and that's scary. Okay. Yeah, she's just afraid of motorcycles. But I'm like, you was afraid of this dick at one point, but shit, you got over that. Okay, with that being said, welcome to another motherfucking episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly, nine inches of Harley. No, I'm talking. No, I'm just Trilly St. Clair. My pal Al, come get uh-huh. your husband. There you go. <laughs> And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Y'all can hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com. You can check us out on Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. Trilly, where can they find your shit talking ass? You guys can find me on Cleveland underscore Trillberg. Check the other podcast if you don't know how to spell that. Cause well, and I put in the show notes now for Ooh, some people. The read the show notes. Show notes. I even give a segment breakdown. Sometimes I give links to stuff. You know what? I've been peeping that, and I and I applaud you for that. My co-hosts go all out. I try. I'm also just trying not to get sued. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm trying not to do that shit. Suing is prevalent around here. We'll get into that a little bit later. And y'all can find me on Twitter at Advice Gemini. There you go. All right. I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Oh, make sure y'all uh, subscribe and leave us a five star review. We are on SoundCloud, iTunes. We're featured on Podcast Republic. Shout out to them. Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeart radio yes get used to us get used to us because we everywhere we're oxygen i'm just saying i know y'all tired here my it, ass it ain't been featured in a while so i'm like maybe i need to modify some things maybe i need the message make, maybe i need the more i need to i need to speak on with my church tongue and, and, and not my and not my hood fuck a bitch tongue i need to give them the you know i gotta make people you know right in feel welcome to hear it on apollopod at gmail.com do you want to hear the hood tongue or the church tongue from Trilly? Whatever tongue, y'all, y'all write in. Either way, you bitches gonna get this tongue. And it's gonna be- <laughs> <laughs> we are like. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, what I the fuck are we drinking on? Like oh God, going, going on. <laughs> what your drunk ass sipping on? Oh man, some diamond shaped rum. Out this bitch. What kind of rum is this? I don't even know. I just know I got some motherfucking pure, freshly squeezed by illegal immigrants orange juice and some vanilla coke in there. The shit said it was organic. Very organic. It's, <laughs> it's so fucking so organic that it, it's a kid in Florida right now pissed talking some mommy, my hands hurt. That's how pure this shit is. Ilya, squeeze. Ilya, oh, squeeze no. harder. Oh no. Squeeze uh, in the middle. Oh no. Okay. And I, dab. I'm I'm drinking on the same diamond. Uh, you said it's rum. You got me a rum and coke. And uh, Bacardi Especiale. The rum is special. Wait, wait, wait. Say it for us. Poppy nigga. Bacardi Especiale. There it is. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, shit. At first, I must dance, face it. <laughs> <laughs> and we are puffing on a very good hookah that I made. I think this is the best one I made so far. And it is the gummy bear 
and with a splash, quite well, not even a splash. It's a, it's a little bit of mint in there. Caring, courageous, and caring, all with the secrets of gummy berry hookah. Gummy bears, <laughs> jumping in out of hookah everywhere. <laughs> this the bit head that she's given so far. If I could just compare to other heads of gummy bears. <laughs> well, you can make the hookah head next time. Yeah, I give good head. I give a great head on the hookah side. This shit, no, nah, this shit good though. This shit hitting. It's really, it smells awesome. I'm proud. Jim and I did her thing with the yeah. hookah. I am not front. We need to get a hookah sponsor. I'm saying. Yeah. Hmm. What's up, Starbucks? What's good? I'm only gonna say y'all name one time until y'all, you know, email us. Let us know what's it is. I'm not for. smoking into the, the damn thing. I don't even know what this is called. You yelled at me before. What? No, the, the thing inside of it. You called it something else. Don't, don't. No, you said if I blow into the mic, I'm gonna fuck up a something compressor or some shit. Condenser. Condenser sorry. Yeah, con hey, this is a condenser. See, it was another word with a C. God damn it. All right. Well, anyways, we're gonna go ahead and do some positive and then get into the messy shit. So, shout out to a black business, ten-year-old CEO and chef of Dipalicious Ltd. You hear about that? Ten-year-old Amari McQueen. Uh, is inspired by a Jamaican background to bring people together through food. So y'all can hit him up at www.dipalicious.co.uk. Motherfucker, the UK. So shout out to the UK. Okay. But check it out. He got an Instagram page and shit. And I'm, I'm going to keep shouting out our young black people for doing <coughs> great things. We talk about supporting black businesses. It definitely starts young so they can keep, keep doing that and create generational wealth. There you go. Also, shout out to... A new clothing line that's in development by a young lady. She was inspired by the birth of her daughter. Oh. Um, yeah. Young single woman decided that she wanted to dress her baby in some stuff, a, a clothing with a message. Couldn't find one. Said, hey, I'm going to create one. And that brand is called October Sky. Very, very nice. It's on the way. Okay, she, so it's a coming soon page. Okay, when she get her soon. her page up, we'll make sure we get her. I even have her come in and, and maybe okay. do an interview or something. Yeah, and we'll we'll uh, put the link in the show notes when we have her on. Okay, that's good. Look at these young people doing great things, great things. So let's slide into some messy ass shit. <laughs> All right, we're gonna slide into messy media. All right, so you want to talk about Rihanna, or you want to talk about? Mm, shit, I don't talk all all these. Uh, Rihanna or Ennis Cantor? We can do Rihanna. We ain't talked about Rihanna in a while. Rihanna, you're more than welcome to also sponsor or just be on the podcast because you are a fave. Um, I did not request for you to pull no titties out. I, 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 I did not recommend that, but shout out to Riri. Yeah, we trying to find love in a hopeless place. Well, speaking of love, she's suing the fuck out her daddy. Whoa. <laughs> so, according to the shade room, and I think TMZ too, but she's suing her dad because her dad's using Fenty to profit off the name. Now, here's my thing. This is where we got to put some advice. Well, no, I don't, I don't, it's a clothing line. He's doing a clothing line, but this is the thing. She's, she's, she's suing him for using Fenty because she got the beauty line. However, his last name is Fenty. Oh. 
So uh, he's calling his Fenty clothes. That's his last name. So her last name is like Robin Fenty. I think it's believe it's her name. So what's your advice to the lawsuit, to the relationship? What you got? What you got? This shit. Yes. Damn. I don't. Man, where do you start here? Because it's like, shit, he came into the world first with that name. But she was the first to go ahead and make it into a brand. I feel like they could find some common ground somewhere. Unless they just really probably was on some. Oh, and his brand is in Barbados. Right. But she has a street named after her. Right. So he probably was on some shit like, I mean, you know, fuck it. You know, it's my last name. I got some clothes I want to put out here. You're doing great with the beauty line. Why can't I do my clothes? Now, maybe they did have some discussions prior and she probably told him, "Uh uh-uh, you're going to do that shit under a different name. And he was like, fuck that. I'm your daddy. Which dads tend to do. As a dad, I do that. Fuck you talking about. I'm your dad. You know what I'm saying? At a time or two. And he probably (laughs) went on ahead and did it. And she was like, "Uh uh-uh. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I done made this shit into what it is. You got to respect it. So I hope they can figure out a way to work that out amicably. I don't have no slick shit to say about that. Because that's just some messy ass family shit. I don't want to really too, too much fuck with that. But... They, I hope y'all. Fi- I hope they figure it out. I don't know how strained the relationship is. They mention that like, is they do they even talk? Like, is they cool? I don't know, but I have a different angle from it. <clears throat> uh, my my advice is this: we also don't know what kind of contractual agreement she has with whoever in the fuck owns that makeup line. So before everybody want to dip and dive into everything else, she may be trying to a possibly even protect her father by this by asking him not to do that. And he was like, just like you said, like fuck that is my right. motherfucking name. Right. But he probably wasn't in there for the negotiation. So my thing is, my advice is that everybody need to stay the fuck up out of this because we don't know from a contractual side what the fuck is going on. So that's my advice. And sh- you know, shout out to both of them trying, you know, black businesses. I mean, right. shit. And he probably ran ran up a mint with that shit too and she was looking she probably ain't say shit sat back while he was out here grinding grinding the fenty clothes and getting barbados all behind it and she was like uh-oh it come up it come a brick and mortar boutique. right that nigga was like brick and mortar coming out soon every block oh hold up nigga uh-huh. hold on now uh-huh. hold on Wait. put the put the fucking fenty store on the rihanna street and she was like uh-uh. <laughs> this nigga doing too goddamn much. fenty outlet <laughs> hey me what you i mean Oh shit. <laughs> she got on that type shit. Alright, so our next options, because <clears throat> we gonna talk about this other one. <sighs> you wanna talk about R. Kelly wanting to fight Dave Chappelle? <laughs> or you wanna talk about R. Kelly being dropped by Sony and his manager surrender? About that shit too. Which one do you wanna talk about? You wanna we just talk, talk about, about R. Kelly? About Dave Chappelle though. I gotta hear his story. <laughs> you ain't hear about it yet? Not yet. Okay, so according to the Breakfast Club. <clears throat> What's I, I'm gonna mess up homeboy's name Neil Brennan. Yeah, that's rec- my dog. Shout out to Neil Brennan. That's the uh, that's Dave Chappelle's best friend and co-writer of the Chappelle Show. Real good guy. Met him more than a few times. Real cool. Mid- yeah. Shout out to the Midwest. So it, it, you guys can go to the Breakfast Club to actually get the full interview. But uh, basically, in the snippet that they have on Instagram. He said that, you know, R. Kelly was pretty pissed about the, the skit and wanted to fight Dave. Talking about, you know, don't be telling people I'm pissing on people and stuff like that. I'm a, I'm, I didn't get uh, charges for that. Like, don't do that. Like, I'm ready to fight you. And he's like, motherfucker, this is comedy. We make fun of shit. There's truth to 
a lot of this shit but it's it's jokes and if you don't like it like this is what it is like you mad you big mad but i mean shit stop pissing on little kids it's the remix edition of a song about pissing man that shit was fucking hilarious i don't give a fuck you can be mad all you want to he even mentioned that though how, how you gonna make a song about pissing on somebody? Nigga, how you... No, he said, how you gonna make a video about pissing on somebody? How you gonna make a video about <laughs> pissing on somebody? I mean, Rick James was pretty... Fu- was laughed by his shit. Even Prince didn't come. And Prince, Prince would come for your ass. He didn't even come for him for Prince, that. That's because Prince had That a, shit was funny. Prince had a sense of humor. If shit is funny, Prince gonna laugh. He, a, he was a real nigga on that end. That shit is funny. Yeah. What made it more funny is that I thought it was all a joke until I found out that nigga really was out there balling on niggas. I'm like, did that made it eight times, nigga, billion times funny. And that nigga was on his high school team putting up the most points, all that kind of shit. Four foot ten. Four foot ten. What a goddamn relaxer in. <laughs> Cur- curly ass hair. Crossing niggas the fuck up out there with his little ass. Man, rest in peace, Prince, man. Yo, his nigga. Yo, his nickname, what if his nickname out there was Purple Rain? What if that was his basketball name? That would be deep. This is some high shit. (laughs) That nigga just dropping dimes on niggas. They calling him Purple Rain. Right, that'll be raw. Raw, man. Yeah. I just wanna tell you I'm going for 50. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cross your ass up and take you through the lane. Yeah. I'ma lay this motherfucking ball up after I dribble. You should never check me when I shoot my purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Oh. I know, I know, I know you want to sub me out now. <laughs> that shit is funny. Meanwhile, Mike like, I don't like his jumper. I don't like the way he dribbles. I think I'll take his publishing. I'm going to take his publishing. He ain't take his publishing. <laughs> Hell no, nah, he like, mm. you going to take my name or the symbol? <laughs> Damn. That, look, shout out to Prince. So, right. our next, our next option is uh you want to talk about Lil Uzi Vert or you want to talk about Travis Scott, Colin Kaepernick and Gladys Knight, Colin Kaepernick. Oh goddamn, that's the bitch that I want. Oh goddamn, diamonds all in my front. You want to talk 7 about Uzi? 7 a.m. I was fucking your love. Yeah, we got to talk about Uzi. Uzi. Okay, so Uzi said he's done with music. I know. So What's your? Oh, you know we didn't even give advice to R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. That's my advice on that. Fuck Ain't R. No Kelly. Advice for that shit. Yeah, fuck you, Grow R. Kelly. Grow a pair in the sense of humor. You 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 urinating on teenage girl face ass nigga. Fuck you. R. Smelly. We're off your ass, bitch. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get the chance to do that because I thought I guess I I figured we all were on a general consensus, but I see Man. bitches still asking to be victims. So who knows? Man. Yeah, um, that shit wild. So Lil Uzi Vert, according to Complex, said he's I'm, I'm done with music. I deleted everything. Um, he said, I want to be normal. I want to wake up in 2013. You are free. So, what's your advice to Lil Uzi Vert? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at that as like, that's a negotiation ploy to get out of his contract. Because mm. that's really all it is. Who's he signed to? He signed to Atlantic. 
And Atlantic like slowed his whole flow down because Uzi was dropping music at such a feverish pace that even the label couldn't keep up with it at one point. But his streams was doing 60 million, you know what I'm saying? So they started trying to hold his music and like stop letting them drop. And his fan base got used to the way he was moving. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfucker broke up with Britney Bird, dropped a song that same week. Shit did almost 100 million streams. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was killing them on the streaming side. And now he can't do that shit. And the fan base is getting pissed. But, you know, I fuck with Uzi, man. Like, a lot of people don't, you know, they trip off how he dressed and all that shit. But he, that dude really is a rock star. I mean, he killed to them bad bougie. I don't give a fuck nobody said that shit. Like, I was like, who is... I'm like, which Migos nigga is this? They was like, that ain't Migos. I said, whoever that nigga is. <laughs> First I dropped my top and oh, then I flexed my cool, bro. I'm in off this band and who the fuck are you? Man, <laughs> so I hope he don't... Shoes, if it's for him to get out this record deal, then you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do, Uzi. Um, but also, if, if it's going to protect your energy for you to stop doing music for a minute... Look, Michael Jordan stopped and came back. Fuck it. Why not you? You can do it too. Whatever. I know what you on, Uzi. I see what's going on. You want them niggas to get frustrated with you. You stalling them niggas out. You trying not to get sued. You you want them to say, fuck it. Let's just drop them. And then after that, he going to come back like, now I do what I want. Now I do what I want. That's all he trying to do. He trying to get out of his contract. He trying to pull a, uh, who the fuck is that? What's my man's name? Uh. Yeah, big, a lot of motherfuckers that did it. Big Crit was on Atlantic too. Um, what is his name? The one dude that made the album, the Blind album. Who is that? Who oh, Frank Ocean. Yeah, Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean finessed the fuck out of his label. You know, eat shit. That motherfucker finessed. What was that? Supposedly twenty million out of Apple Music. He finessed them. And with his label, he gave them a visual album that wasn't shit. He did that shit on purpose. So everybody's watch. It's a lot of, lot of little moves, little sneaky shit being pulled. But when you understand your contract, which I don't think Uzi really fully understood his contract, and now he going through it. You know what I mean? But do the fun artist, man. Like he, he has a lot of fun with his music. So I wish him the best. I hope that shit pan out for him. But if it don't, they gonna sue the fuck out of him. Cause that's really what it's looking like. I don't know how many albums he signed for, but yeah, it's, it's gonna be a rough patch for homie. I just you put. Do, you gotta do the Wayne to do a Uzi one, Uzi two, Uzi three. That nigga was dropping boom, 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 bam. He had that. Uh, <laughs> he had a new shit. Uh, some shit a take. I forget what the name. Eternal a take. That was the name of the next take he was supposed to be dropping. That didn't happen. He had the one son that new paddock on my wrist and everyone was doing the dance to it and all that shit but they like man we need a fucking album he like man fuck this rap shit <laughs> he like fuck fuck my label fuck all that i'm tired of doing music i just want to be normal i'm like nigga ne you never was normal first of all so you might as well leave that alone it's, it's a rap they drop him though he gonna go crazy on the um independent side i know that much and man he been killing uh verses lately you was talking about that bad and bougie but shit he turned around and did some other yeah shit. he did a bunch of other shit too. he been killing shit on the on the verse he actually rapping like for a while i mean not that he never was rapping he always had like the sing song flow but he been rapping lately so i'm like this little dude fuck around and yeah they let him they let him go Ooh. 
ooh, now she want to fuck with my crew. <laughs> yeah, that shit wild. That is. Well, I'm a, okay, so look, we can either talk about Cap, the situation with that, with the Super Bowl, or we can talk about the Canadians sending pizza. Drake. You want to do both? You want to do both? <laughs> oh, shit, we got to do that, too. Never mind. Okay, so wait, we're going to do one of these. So which one do you want to do? Because we got to get Soldier Boy's last. Look, we going to have to talk about uh, Soldier Boy telling. Let's talk about Cap first. Drake. So Drake. Travis Scott accepted, you know, doing the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, some people pissed at him. Some people like whatever motherfucker with a Jenner would you expect. Um, so what it came out, some people on, I'm trying to think who said this. Allegedly, Travis Scott had consulted in Colin Kaepernick before he accepted it. And then Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend came on was like, no, the fuck he didn't. Don't believe that motherfucker. He did not ask Colin a motherfucking thing. Because if he was about that, he wouldn't have to ask Colin. He wouldn't have did that dumb shit. No, Colin did not. So I don't know who the fuck telling y'all this bullshit. So then... Plot thickens. Gladys Knight is doing the national anthem. This is all according to TMZ. So Gladys Knight says she not only disagrees with Cap uh, using the national anthem as a protest, but she also says she's been in the game a lot longer than him when it comes to the fight for social injustice. She said, I have been in the forefront of this battle longer than most of those voicing their opinions to win the right to sing our national anthem on stage as large as the Super Bowl. And so she's basically defending it. And here's, you ready for the last part of this? That definitely needs some advice. I can't even, I can't even believe he says some shit. Our boy, Tevin Campbell. <laughs> You gonna sing your song? Uh uh-uh. <laughs> Okay. So, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why? So Tevin, Tevin came on and was like basically saying, I can't find where the fuck his damn tweets is at. Oh, right here. I know, I know, I know. He can't explain. He tries. He says, Gladys Knight literally had to walk through the back door. She lived through the colored and whites only bullshit. She marched with the civil rights leaders. She does not owe you manure. And she gives zero fucks about canceling y'all. Shut the fuck up, please. Carry on. Tevin? Tevin Campbell. Tevin? Tevin? We talking about Tevin? We talking about Tevin Campbell. Ain't heard a guy. I didn't even know that nigga had a Twitter. Yeah. Until <laughs> so yeah, I was this year's old. Trisexual ass. Whoa. <laughs> Niggas ain't try anything. <laughs> I'm about to fuck That's what he said, though. Niggas, niggas, That's what he said? You name it. That's what he said. <laughs> no, it got real when Prince was like, man, get his ass out of my studio. <laughs> so, he yeah. Was, he was singing and staring at Prince the whole time like this. Oh. Prince like, you ain't trying me, motherfucker. <laughs> try your ass out that door. So Try the knob, motherfucker. Twist and run. He's like, I'll try a knob or two. Nah, not mine. <laughs> so what's your advice on all that? First first layer is allegedly Travis said that he talked to Cap and his girlfriend was like, no, the fuck he didn't. Yeah, I, Gladys I, said, fuck you, motherfuckers. I deserve to sing the national anthem. Fuck y'all. Y'all on some bullshit. And then Tevin said, fuck y'all. Gladys can do what the fuck she won't. So what, what you got? Well, first thing first, 
Travis, you you reaching, bro. You know that he didn't tell you that that shit was a go. Uh, you donate money from that situation to a to his cause. I thought that was admirable, but it still don't excuse the fact that you know. It don't look like you really riding with the movement if that's what you're trying to do. So, you ain't got a lot of kick it, Travis. <laughs> if you ain't talk to nobody, don't don't try to have your uh whoever the fuck your press people is try to spin a story and say yeah well Travis got confirmation from Cap no you didn't bro everybody's saying that never happened so maybe you might want to reword that a certain way to a point of maybe I think Cap would be okay if I did it don't say he said it was cool uh Gladys Knight baby chill Baby, chill. You too, and you too tall to act small. She not, she not one of the old niggas. She's still a legend. Is it you gonna put her in that category? Yeah, I ain't. No, she's a legend, but she not the legend that motherfuckers want to see at the Super Bowl right now. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. They just needed a black woman to sing the anthem. It didn't matter who it was. I know. But, I mean, they don't. You know. Shit, they would have took Sierra. She would have got up there and sang it. They take anybody at this point. <laughs> we know this. They'll take anybody. Ariana Grande might come out there and try to sound like Janet Jackson singing it. Or Soldier Boy. Or Soldier Boy since she's still in style so ooh. fucking much. She is. Ooh wee. You is. And a... the Rockets red glare. All the bumps <laughs> bursting in air. Like go sit your swagging Frenchman ass down. Like you, you trying your best to be the blackest white girl we done seen. Like relax. <laughs> you know, relax cat. Relax cat. You know, I'm still on that. What's the show that she was on? Kate and Cat. What the fuck is that she, show? She was on the show? Hell yeah. Oh, shit. And I don't she know. talked like this when she was on the show. Her voice was very, very high. Her voice is still like that, ain't it? No, not really. Oh. But on that show, she talked like that. Oh, my God. So, I'm chill, baby. Stop. Stop. Just because you date a bunch of black guys in the past don't mean you got to try to start stealing mm. swag. You ain't doing shit but adding validity to I mean, Soja Boy's argument right now. That Kardashians people... do the same thing. It's a trend. It is. It is it what is. it is. But yeah, yeah. So what's your last part for Tevin? Uh, somebody take his phone. <laughs> Chill, Tevin. Well, I mean, shit, freedom of speech. Do it. Do what you do, Tevin. You, your ass need to be trying to. You need to be trying to put out. You're not that goddamn old, Tevin. No, you could not. be still doing music while you, you know, you getting the Twitter Twitter fingers. Going to get in the booth and show the motherfuckers how it's done. You was raised. Or, you came up around a bunch of legends, Kevin. Like why? Why? I mean, Kevin, Tevin. You might as well be out here uh, belting some notes and shit. I know your ass. You, you can use the publicity. That'd be some cool shit. But you know, I don't know. He can feel how he want to feel because Gladys Knight is a motherfucking legend. So I wouldn't be against her singing. I just know that's not who they want. They'll take whoever, but I don't know. That ain't, that ain't who they gunning for right now. They not gunning for a, a Gladys Knight. But, you know, shit. She can do what she want to do. Well, my advice is um, fuck Travis Scott. Cause he's he's fucking with a fucking Jenner anyway, so whatever. He's canceled. He's already on. Like, if we had the black delegation, I I offer him it for a trade, uh, out out the gate. Right. Um, Gladys Knight, she's doing the same thing. Uh, was it Ledesi who did this song for for Trump? Was it her Ledesi? Who, who Yeah, who did the song for Trump? It was her, right? Might have been yeah, so she on that type of shit, and niggas is gonna be mad, and some people ain't gonna care, but. It's not as bad as that, 
Um, but yeah, people, it's, it's not. It's gonna be a little, little, little taint in that. So, little girl, right. whatever, do what you do. What you gonna do? That's your legacy. You wanna put that on? I wouldn't. I wouldn't volunteer for that shit. Well, she she solidified. I don't think it's gonna affect much. It's gonna be some conversation, of course. But it's Gladys Knight, you know. She don't do much no way for them to be. It it'd be nice to have her, you know. Be make her discuss shit. Maybe after that, motherfuckers be streaming Midnight Train to Georgia or some shit after that. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. Get and then coins, uh, y'all say. Tevin, Tevin, Tevin. I just need you to, you know. I've been waiting for for a new album for <clears throat> shit my whole adult life. Right. I ain't heard a snitch of shit. Last time I seen that nigga was on Fresh Prince of Bel Air when he was singing to wow. Ashley Banks. Wow. I feel like I ain't seen him since. Have you? Nope, not Can a peep. We talk about your Twitter. I didn't even know he had a Twitter. I'm like, damn, Tevin, yeah. you know how to tweet? <laughs> Shit. That's where I'm at with it. All right. And last part of Messy Media, because it's been hella long, is Soldier Boy Tell Him. So, if y'all, y'all been living under a rock, you haven't big, seen that. Big Draco. Man, y'all have seen that. Um, he went on the, Soldier Boy went on the Breakfast Club. And was talking about how basically everybody snatching his style. He came out with the basically the social media swag, the the ability to to get noticed from not being on a label. Like real talk, kind of like this new wave of independent artists, if you think about it. Um, so yeah, he talked about Drake, and he talked about just hella shit that came out after him. So. What's your advice on what Soulja Boy said, as well as what everybody else been saying? Because a lot of people either been clowning them or been like, hmm, hmm, hmm. So what's your advice? Man, we must protect Soulja Boy at all costs. Man. I think I got a video too. This shit funny as fuck. Yeah, I'm trying to look up this video, y'all, because that shit crazy. Right? Oh, they did a remix to it. Remix God Sway. So yeah, niggas doing remixes to it and shit. But uh what's your advice on that? Man, listen. That guy is a marketing <laughs> genius, okay? Somehow, some way. Oh, I got it, the video it, where he talks about he taught him everything, so. you know. That shit funny as fuck. Is that what you was looking he's for? A, yeah, that's what I was looking for. He's a he's a marketing genius, y'all. Somehow, some way, we uh was pointing and laughing at Soldier Boy, and then under a week, he became the most trending person. You can say rapper and all that, but the most trending person in in pretty much in the world for for at least at least four days. You can't hate on that. And then on top of that, like. That man provided a lot of facts. I mean, yeah, some of the facts are funny. Some of them are like, yeah, whatever. But he had receipts for everything he was talking about. So 
I'm I'm fucking with Soldier Boy. I've I've never not liked Soldier Boy. I just think that he had a lot of yes people around him at one point, so he was doing a lot of weird shit. But he definitely was a pioneer for uh, the artists of today, as far as getting streams up and being social media famous and being YouTube famous and all that shit. So I fuck with homie. I fuck with homie. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep these motherfuckers talking. Keep your foot on the gas. Because the game is wide open right now. And ain't nobody talking more shit to you right now. Not, Ain't nobody talking more shit to you right now to actually have the receipts that you have to back up everything that you're talking about. So keep doing that shit. We was talking about your console uh like a, a week or so. I, for, I forget what podcast that was, but we was talking about him coming out with his gaming system. He it was a couple ones ago. It might have been Super Bowl Slickback or it might have been the one before that might one. Might have been Super Bowl Slickback. Yeah, and he said he done made a million, he made a million in 24 hours off that shit. And that's because, shit, he's, mar- he's marketing the fuck out of himself. He's running crazy through New York right now. So I'm like, shit, do your thing, bro. Do your thing. He popping shit. Everyone love to see artists pop shit, especially when they can actually back it up and get receipts. So I fuck with it. That's yeah. that's my advice. I I fuck with it. Yeah, my advice is that go back, go back and listen to Soldier Boy and the stuff he's saying. And that nigga is the MySpace mogul. Like definitely kiss me through the phone. Super boy that oh like the, the crank that there was crank that Lion King. Crank that autumn crank that's like he he was like coming out with all that stuff he, the whole fucking song you up there dancing that motherfucker was doing that shit and then the cha-cha slide and shit like that came out after him yeah. so you know shout out to show, uh, shout and, out to soldier boy and kiss me through the phone that, that motherfucker invented facetime <laughs> he invented facetime it was facetime was not a thing when My he was like we should be able to do that. right right he gave man listen he gave he gave iphone a layup he threw them a mean ass alley with the FaceTime. They might as well sponsor him, let him be on the next I'm commercial. saying. They might as well go ahead and bring Kiss Me Through the Phone back out. Might as well. Might as well, because he was the first person that had motherfuckers on some. Yeah, I'm about to be. She going to kiss me through the phone. She going to look at me on the screen and see me. Mm. That shit was not going on at that time. Uh-uh. I want y'all to understand how ahead of his time he really, really was at, at that time. He really was. They swore to God he killed hip hop. they like, hip hop is dead. That motherfucker came out and did 10 million, then went diamond. Like, you can't front on that. Like, I'm sorry. And can't say he ain't gangster. He done shot motherfuckers, ran up in his house, all types of shit. So it's like. Google him. Google him, motherfucker. Google him. He'll tell you. Google it. Google it. Nigga, I did this, 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 and this. Google it right now. Go on YouTube and look it up right now. So, yeah. I'm fucking with him. Yeah. All right. With that being said, we got a, we got an option. We can either do. Less drunken news and do this. Can we talk for a minute? Or we can do. We got hella drunken news. Which one you want to do? Do this. Can we talk? Okay, so we're gonna segue into. Can we talk for a minute? Can we talk about that Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I mean it. Yeah. <laughs> so the subject in this email was my daughter might be hoeing. Oh. It says. Unapologetic advice. I want some advice about my daughter. My daughter is over 30 and I haven't seen my daughter on a date since she was 19. She's now in her early 30s and I've seen her dress up a few times to go out on some, and she put quotation marks, dates, but we never hear anything else about it. Can you tell me what, 
what you would do to find out if she's dating or just messing around. I asked some questions and she always says, I've just never been, I've just never met anyone worthwhile. I met her dad in high school and I've been married ever since. Maybe I'm missing something, but I want some thoughts besides mine. My husband just wants her out the house now. And then uh, she put insert concerned mom name. So what concerned mom name do you want? Uh, Beverly. Beverly just sound like a Beverly. Concern. All right, Bev. Check this out. Um, she's 30 and living at home. You're seeing her dress up and go out. You never hear about the guy she linked with. You better, you better, uh, mommy the fuck out that situation and sit her down and really dig into it and don't accept no fluff because the kids love to give you fluff when they don't want to tell you the real so i would tell you listen dig be nosy because you know a lot of a lot of our women out here are not valuing themselves she might be going on them tinder dates and motherfucker might be swiping her if you know what i mean and <laughs> one and done in her ass and she too old at 30 you too fucking old for that kind of shit you know what i'm saying so i mean you know everybody do everything in their own time maybe she not liking people whatever maybe she is trying maybe she is in a dating game but my thing is it's too dangerous right now to be running around here and motherfuckers don't know who you who you rocking with like it's dangerous you know what i'm saying she fuck around go out on a date and don't bring her ass back home and then y'all don't know shit you know and the first thing she gonna scream when you really, really dig into the situation is, I'm grown, man. I'm, but I'm grown. I'm, yeah, but you ain't too grown to get your silly ass whacked out here. And on top of that, don't no man want no hoe. Not for real. Not no old hoe. Old hoes ain't never been trending. Cause once you hit 30, you the old, you the old hoe now. I'm sorry. Especially if you ain't got no dude and you just still out here trying to date. And you out here on some, well, I ain't found nobody worthwhile, but you can't even supply a name to some of the dates you running around with? You old hoe. You so old. you think she hoeing? Yeah, it's definitely some hoe shit going on. I ain't gonna say she hoeing, but it's some hoe shit going on. Definitely. Definitely. You wanna hear my, uh, my unpopular opinion? Go for it. I think your daughter's a mistress. Hey. Because they're, like, even, okay, Think about people who are of a certain age and they ain't in their own living space. The only reason why you be cool with that is because whoever types of people you fucking with, you can't go back there. No, you can like y'all going to a hotel. Y'all not going to somebody's house. Because at that point, somebody would have been trying to court you to stay. You're not being courted in no way, shape, or form. So I think you might want to dig in to find out what types of, I'm assuming men that she's into. I mean, it's possible that maybe she's dating girls too. I mean, I don't know. But my 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 thing is either she's dating girls or she's mistress. Cause that to me, that just makes sense. Why the fuck you still at home? I mean, you could be in financial turmoil. A lot of us got debt. Shout out to Sally Mae, punk ass. But you know what I'm saying? A lot of us got debt, but Fuck Sally Mae and her boy Johnny Law. For real. But I mean at the same time too, like, there's a level of independence that you need to have if you are actively dating for a mate. 
and to have your own space is a part of that. So my 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 advice is you just gotta figure out the right questions to ask. Like, okay, so like, well, what, what are you looking for? Or she might not tell you. She might tell somebody else. You got a sibling or a friend type of thing. Or I ain't gonna say go be nosy because. I think you find out things that you don't want to know <laughs> sometimes. Be nosy. <laughs> but Trini, I don't got kids, so I, I don't know. nosy. I'm nosy. So I'm going to know everything that's going on. And the reason for that is, is because people lie so much. And they do. I'm not about to be on the episode of Snapped and on some, or one of them fucking shows talking about how I didn't know that my daughter was capable of this. I didn't know that this was going on. I didn't know that was going on. If you living under my roof... I got the right to pry a little bit, especially if I'm concerned. Because it ain't like I'm trying to find some entertainment in what your broke ass got going on. I just want to know why the fuck is you not, why you stuck on this on this plane? Why you ain't taking off? Why you not doing what you need to do? Cause, and then I would also do, once you turn 30, then that's when uh, you graduate to that Oh, let me hook you up with the uh, guy oh, I met at the, at, the, at the church church picnic. Or, or someone's ex-husband or some shit. Yeah. They, they recently when, divorced. He's a good dad. Mm-hmm. That's when you start getting hit with that. That's when, the, the, and she going to get pissed about it, but shit, then maybe it'll come out. I got somebody I'm into. It, it just, we trying to figure things out. That's when that whole story going to emerge. And because the whole thing is, she ain't telling you much because she don't want to get judged. You know what? And if not, give her ass a deadline to get the fuck out. She thirty. That deadline been passed. Yeah, you got to do that. I don't. I'm probably not the right person to ask because I be telling my mama shit and she be like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to know." I'm like, "Girl, I'm whatever. I'm gonna tell you. Somebody got to know. Just in case I end up on Snap, <laughs> somebody yeah. got to know why." <laughs> she be like, "Oh my gosh, girl, why are you telling me? Somebody got to know." And yeah. I ain't got no sister, so girl, it drops to you. There, there it is. you go. You get there it. There it is. So that's that's what we got for you, baby. That's what we got for you, uh, I can Beverly, go in right? deeper, but I bottom line is I want you to do some research on who you who you raised. Cause you know, honestly, let's be all the way real. You already got if you already saying to yourself, is she a hoe, that means you already seeing signs of hoe shit going on. You just need to pry a little deeper. I don't know. People who be with somebody forever though, I don't know, they be they be you know. They only been one motherfucker their whole life. Anything can be whole shit. Oh my god, they would out with a new person. Whole shit. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah so, them people be judgy as fuck sometimes. Well, they Sorry, can't. Beverly. You might be, might be, not, not be. We don't know enough about that you. That can be the case. But at the same time, too, if you 30 and you ain't you ain't got no, you can't even name, you can't even have that conversation at she the table. She said not since she was like, no, let's say 19? 19. She ain't, she ain't seen her on like a, a person she brought home since she was nineteen. That's a long time. <sighs> a lot of whole shit done took. I mean, who knows? Maybe she traveled the world. Who knows? I don't know. How about this, Beverly? Write us back in with an update at unapollopod yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah, I need more intel. Yeah, we on need more one. information. Please do. All right. All right, that was an interesting can we talk for a minute. So let's segue into drunken news. All right, you want to talk about the anti-diet or you want to talk about uh, China giving a Canadian smuggler the death penalty? The anti-diet. Okay. You want to talk about China? <laughs> we can talk about it, but 
I've been hearing about that shit a lot. I just want to hear. I don't know if I, what the fuck this anti-diet hitting for. I ain't never heard of it. So, I'm so like, according to David Fay of BBC News, um, Becky Young decided to turn her back on society's perception. She think she that they think that she should be thin. Um, so they created a new culture ca- called the to fight the diet culture called the Anti-Diet Riot Club. The club runs workshops and events in London, and it's helping to empower people to rethink their relationships with their bodies and the food they put in it. So Becky says, I don't care why you're eating the cake. Just eat the cake. So that's the whole thing of the anti-diet. Eat what the fuck you want and love your body. They they have a video on... um, on BBC News, so if you're if you're looking for that, they have a lot of stuff about it. But what's your advice on that? Anti diet, eat what the fuck you want. Who get who gives a fuck? Love your body the way it's gonna be. All right. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't get mad when all that eat what you want and you can't fuck who you want. Mm. That's what's gonna end up happening. That's weird. That it's weird, but at the same time, I get it. Because it's so many fucking diets out here, yo. It's like it's too much. It's and it's a lot of fat shaming going on. So I can see where we get we would get fed up at at some point. Like fuck that. I'm about to eat all the pasta. I'm fucking up all <laughs> the spaghetti. So I get it. Like after a while, you get tired of hearing that shit. And right now, you know the Kato diet is the big is the is the big big uh, thing right now. I've done that. Yeah. My mother-in-law. It is ain't on some it right shit now. that you do for a long period of time. You supposed to, it's basically a flush. It ain't, it ain't no like, oh, it's a lifestyle. Fuck that shit. Look, the first two days I felt like a damn addict. All I could think about was sugar. All I could think about was carbon. All I could think about was the shit I couldn't eat. I was mad in a motherfucker. I was just pissed. I was pissed at work, pissed at life. I'm laying in the bed, just just hungry. And then after like the first week, it got a little bit better. And then towards the end, all I could think about was Saturdays. Because Saturday was the eat what the fuck you want day. First thing I did in the morning, a dozen of donuts. <laughs> I start off with donuts is my regimen. I would start off with donuts and then I eat pizza and then I eat a fat ass dinner with some alcohol. Damn. <laughs> For what? But now I'm Your Saturdays was practice it for the anti-diet <laughs> it was so Saturday, but the alcohol was like wine so i had red wine okay. so like it was fucked up because like i fuck my body up on saturday be sad on sunday monday feel a little bit better tuesday's a lot better wednesday you feeling good thursday you like oh bitch saturday's coming friday you like i'm about to work this shit out because saturday i'm about to fuck them donuts up <laughs> that's what i was doing it's a it's kind of a bad cycle so anti-diet i get it I get it. I, my advice is everything's okay in moderation. You know, you can eat eat that cake. Just, you know, maybe think about not eating the cake every yeah. day. Eat the cake, anime, but get a fucking slice. Not the whole damn cake. I'm about to eat that whole cookie cake, bitch. Well, eat the whole cookie cake over a two or three day period, bitch. The one sitting. Okay. <laughs> With that being said, do you want to talk about uh, the DNA racist stripped of his title, or you want to talk about uh, Prince Philip in the car ca- car crash, and then hit, they asked his uh, his I think it was his, his daughter about the crash, and her response was funny as fuck. Let's hear about the Prince Philip crash. So, Prince Philip 
of England is the husband of Queen Elizabeth. I think they're, I think they're still married. Um, and they had two kids, which is Charles, which is, y'all know, Meghan Markle's husband is Harry. So Harry's granddad. That's who we're talking about. Okay. So according to Aaron Hill of People Magazine, uh, Princess Anne, she's 68, was asked about her dad, who's 97. He got in a car crash and they asked her about his condition. She said, I have no idea. You know where I am? The same place as you. Then she laughed. And then they asked, any word on the Duke, your highness? And she says, not since I've been in there. Uh, so apparently, like when you, when you go through the article, she basically says, that she's tired of motherfuckers always having a camera in her face and shit and ask her a question. She was like, you know, it's just, it's just, I don't even know who the fuck is talking to me. So I don't really talk to these motherfuckers. And if you got a question, why don't you find out yourself? So here's, here's her, uh, here's her photograph. Look at this shit. <laughs> she look mean as fuck though. She, she, she do like, she look like she don't take no shit. Now, if any of y'all have not seen that, um, I think it's on it's called the queen i think it's on netflix yeah that's actually a good ass series it's very good um and i all i could see is that little girl and this lady and that little girl was rambunctious she was rambunctious she got that. get the fuck get out the my face. fuck out my face and my advice is this get the fuck out that lady's face she did not give a fuck about talking to none of y'all she don't want to touch your hand she don't want to touch your baby leave her the fuck alone her dad is fine the lady who's driving had a baby in the car they're cool. I think the passenger got fucked up a little bit, but everybody's cool. Leave that lady alone. What's your yeah, advice? That's it. Get the fuck out the way. <laughs> <laughs> she had that, that, just the way her face balled up looked like, you motherfucker. Like, she looked like she talked through her teeth, y'all. Like, you motherfuckers, if you don't get the fuck away from me, I'm going to fuck this whole place up. That's the look she had. But she had it in a sarcastic British way. The look on her face was like, hmm. I'd rather be somewhere. She's my fave. I think she might be my fave. Yeah, She's I, funny as fuck. I, I like fuck her. fuck with her. That look, though. So, do you want to talk about A Boogie with the hoodie? Or do you want to talk about Brazil looking to remove the U.S. visa requirements? What A Boogie do? All right. So, this was a grab bag that... Uh, Poppy nigga! had given us. So according to Complex, Xavier Hamilton, uh, I'm gonna just summarize this. Basically, A Boogie with the Hoodie had streaming of 800 and his, okay. So he sold 823 copies um, that were all purchased via digital download. He surpassed 21 Savage, Savage's album, I Am Greater Than I Was. And it's this the reason why this is crazy is because he only sold 3,481 physical albums, but he had 84 million streams. Uh, and because of that, he is the number one album with the fewest copies sold. For hoodie season, your advice. Man, keep pushing, my guy. Shit, 
but that also just is very telling of where the music industry where is. Where music industry is. And, and where streaming is versus what sells, selling is. is about to, they about to get records the fuck all the way the fuck out of here. It's like, all you're going to have to do is stream. That's it. Yeah. What? Because he only get played by machines. Machines. <laughs> so basically what... What uh, the engineer just said. If streaming streaming doesn't have to physically be a person, it could be an algorithm that's set to play whatever, whatever, whatever. Actual purchases is that that took money out of somebody's pocket. So when you do that, you're changing the actual culture of what music and value and purchasing power is, and in what <laughs> and what. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm clearing my nose and I got a cold. You want some hot shit? Nah, really. Got some red red pepper flakes upstairs or something put in. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it just it just changes the the culture of music. Um, So that's my advice on that. Yeah, but I just like I said, man, streaming is taking over. It don't even matter. Honestly, we at a point now where the people is dictating what's cool. You know, we can have all these different companies that. Oh yeah, they're announcing such and such after counting whatever he's platinum. The streets is doing that shit now for, for real. And they have been doing it. Like we don't really need nobody to tell us what he sold. You go to your neighborhood or wherever you from, sit down. If you don't hear that music being played everywhere you go, within where wherever you are, then you know that that shit is not rocking. You know, people ain't really that interested in the project. You know what I mean? Always go back to ASAP's last last album. It was like. People like the single, but they didn't overall like the body of work. A hey, Boogie make great music, so, you know, and he's very wit. His wit is incredible with, uh, his wit is incredible with the way they kind of market him. And you know, he's an Atlantic, he's an Atlantic Records artist as well. We just shouting Atlantic out like crazy yeah, like today. What the fuck? We didn't mention three of their artists. Right. Only one we didn't mention was Cardi B, and she on Atlanta. Is she too. really? Yep. Oh wow. Okay, they out yep. here just getting all the black coin. Right. Okay. They getting they getting to it. So, shout out to him for not selling as much as other people have sold, but still being able to go number one. I, I thought that was dope. Yeah. All right. So we can probably do two more. Do you want to do Cali, Australia, or Sweden? Cali. Okay. So Cali, California governor just proposed giving parents six months paid leave, uh, which is impressive here, but not really the rest of the world, according to CNN, Shelby Copeland. So the governor's proposal is no damn brainers, what he said. Uh, He's committed to a six month paid sick leave, sick leave system um, because he feels it's a developmental necessity. It would be a $209 billion budget plan for compensate parent, new parents up to 70% of their wage when they take off to care for a newborn or newly adopted baby. Two parents or caretakers would be allowed to take advantage of the program for up to three months each. Wow. Right. Their current policy is six weeks of partial pay for employees as part of the state's disability insurance and paid family leave program. Um, so they're gonna review this in June 15th to vote on the proposal. This is not significant to the to um, 
other countries, um, 11 countries have maternity leave, such as Europe, Bulgaria. They offer um, just under 59 weeks of paid leave. Um, Estonia and Poland are tied for 10th place with 20 weeks each. We fucking... 59... Yes. Yes, this is over a year. Like to be a or in right. Europe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, and then it says UK they get a year, uh, but 39 of the weeks are partially paid, and women receive 12 full paid weeks of that. Um, so yeah. Anyways, basically what it says, what it's saying is that. U.S. sucks about giving a fuck about newborn babies. That's like caring about their parents, like spending time with them when they're first born. That's basically what this article is saying. Right. Um, capitalism. I mean, capitalism. We we are a country that prides ourselves and and uh, you know making sure that you you're the what, what's the, the the greasiest. What is it called? The grease of the wheel, some shit like that. What's it called? I said it earlier. I've been drinking. Yeah, it's talking about the the something about the grease of the wheel. You know what I'm talking about? No? Whatever. Anyways, we pride ourselves on working ourselves to the motherfucking dust. So literally, instead of having some type of balance and and you know, stuff like that. So that's what this article attributes to. My advice on this is that we definitely need to have longer maternity and paternity leave which is crazy because a lot of companies here don't even have paternity leave still which is fucked up man talk about be good dads but don't be home what the fuck kind of shit is that <laughs> no your baby yeah, on your time. <laughs> yeah on your time when you get home at 7 30 motherfucker put that little motherfucker in the tub and go to bed <laughs> man <laughs> and bring your ass back to work in the morning we'll see you soon Right, you get to watch 30 minutes, one fucking Netflix show and take your ass to bed and come in in the morning. You can follow up on the rest of that series. That's why you can hit play later. <laughs> so yeah, you got any advice on that? Psst. Got any advice on that? No? <laughs> Right. And the last one, we could either talk about Drake uh, losing out on a trademarking. Drake? <laughs> Drake? Or we could talk about Amsterdam's sex business is kind of tough right now. Which one do you want to talk about? Which one do y'all want to talk about? We only got time for one. Damn, Amsterdam. I mean, you said the quality of pussy, <laughs> the pussy value went down. <laughs> Doctor's down right now for pussy. Sorry, y'all. Don't invest. <laughs> Don't invest, and if you invest, it's a pull bear, out. It's a bear market right now. Pull out that investment. According to BBC News, Anna Hooligan, uh, it says four young men in puffer jackets jostle, slapping their palms against the glass windows, waving at women posing in lacy lingerie. Boom! You see this picture? See the picture? Let me see. So. Yeah, you see that? Make sure y'all go check out that article by BBC News. Okay, Whoa. did not say that. Whoa. Um, Whoa. So it says that, uh, the in this quote, it says, it's all banter. Even they know about the banter. 
one of the guys says, and he points at the brothel and says, they know about the English. They get enough money out of us. So a lot of the women who sell their bodies struggle to attract paying clients because their shop windows are obscured by selfie snapping tourists interested in free photo ops rather than paid sex. Right. So the mayor is trying to find a solution. They're trying to figure out a way to help them escape the camera's glare. And so basically in a nutshell, the women are trying to hide their faces. Um, they're, they're just trying to hide themselves so they don't get pictures taken. And they said, um, a lot of the women are like, you know, I don't like it, but I have to do it. And, you know, they're working the red light district for over a decade. Um, so this lady says, it's Christina, who's this lady? So they talked to one of the girls and she had been working the red light district for a decade. She was persuaded to come over by a Hungarian friend who found a fortune in Amsterdam's seedy sex industry. She charges a hundred pounds for a half hour. So that's a, the equivalent of, I think it's a hundred pounds. Yeah, a hundred pounds for a half hour, which is 114 American dollars. And she charges 150 pounds for an hour. Not, it's free if you take a picture. <laughs> so giggity giggity goo. <laughs> that's not funny, but it's fucked up. Um, she says, I'm saving for my two kids for their future. They're with my mom, my mother in Hungary. My kids don't know what I do. She says she had no desire to move and she attracts good business here despite people coming up taking pictures. Um, she says she doesn't have a pimp and she sells her body because it's easy money and she feels that it's safe. So basically in a nutshell, the, the mayor is trying to help them keep their business up because motherfuckers come around taking pics. What's your advice? Man. <laughs> Stop taking fucking pictures. Respect their privacy. Because you just got to think about like, she trying to feed her kids. Kids don't need, and a lot of times, Parents shield their kids away from the shit that they have to do to put food on the table. So let's not embarrass the kids. That's that's where I'm at. That's one thing I'm thinking about. It. Two shit. Y'all obsessed with some pussy? Pay for it. Don't try to. I don't feel like that's a lot of money. It isn't. It's cheap over there. Sex is cheap. Sex is put like this. There ain't no sex cheaper than sex in Ohio in Ohio or in. Uh, America period nowadays because pussy stock is down so Let's so, go to a so Tinder. low. So <laughs> so low. So you know <laughs> calling it puss coin? Yeah, puss coin is at an all time low. Remember it was called bang with friends. Shit. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, so yeah, my my advice is um I feel like if they catch somebody taking pictures, they should get arrested and have to pay that fucking fee. Period. Out the gate. There you go. Problem solved. Get that money go to her. Automatically go to her. And actually, if they catch you, they should double that shit. That'll be raw. Yeah, double that shit. Because I have heard from people who've been over there that you're not supposed to be taking pictures of them anyways. So, out of just being humane. Like, I know a lot of their laws over... Like, they don't... Like, it's like they're a human being. You ain't got to do shit like that. So, that's right. my thing. <sighs> Fucking people. With that being said, we're going to segue into our our last segment. Okay, Poppy nigga, take your ass to Amsterdam then. Hungary. I'm going to get some clogs. 
That's that nigga running to the airport. <laughs> um, our last segment is protect your energy. We have a quote from GC to the world. It says, healing is not an overnight process. It takes time. Sometimes you'll feel like you're finally over something and happy again, and the wound will reopen. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Take each day one step at a time. Just try to be in a better place mentally than you were yesterday. I feel like that's a great quote. That know? is awesome. Yeah. I don't really have anything to say behind that one. That's dope. That, you killed it with that. I think you should just, you know, people should just take that and just burn up some sage and just keep repeating it to themselves and manifest that. And, you know, just keep looking forward to doing better. Stop taking pictures with people who didn't ask you to. That's all I got. Got anything you want to add? Mm-mm. All right. Well, with that being said, this has been another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Y'all can hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com. Y'all can check us out on Instagram at unapologetic.advicepodcast, unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. I'm like, damn, I'm fucking it up. And y'all can leave us a five-star review, subscribe, leave us a comment on our Instagram, slide in the DMs. We'll be happy to talk to y'all. We love y'all. Hope y'all love all of that dope-ass content. We just dropped lots of shit. So make sure y'all check with us out. Check us out. Woo, fucked up. Check with us out. Uh, Let's get it. (laughs) Hashtag fuck with us Fridays. Hashtag truly St. Clair. Hashtag unapologetic advice podcast we out hashtag oh my god wow. you got Kona is next door too huh lord Zed. oh jesus african americans there's a lot of us we must be in mass quantities <laughs> all right i think it did good on the timing yeah yeah you tired yeah so <laughs>